Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. All right, all right. We're talking about all the things there are to talk about right now because of what's happened this week. It's been an amazing week so far. Let's keep it going. Frank in Middletown, what's on your mind, sir? Well, I just listened to your uh, interview with Joe Markley, who Mm -hmm. is, I know the man. I've had cocktails with him. I don't think he knows me, but I know him. But anyway... I think that he is, uh, he missed the mark on this. I think that, uh, Themis ran a campaign not against any of her adversaries, but more against she thought she was going to win. Yeah. And she did it all against Blumenthal. And I do think that one of the things that happened to her was that she showed up at a CCDL meeting, and I give her great credit for doing that. Connecticut Civil uh, Defense. That's all right. Just tell us what happened. The the gun group. Well, she got booed down at that Mm -hmm. meeting. And she was at the same meeting with uh, Leora Levy. And Leora is a devout Second Amendment person. So Mm -hmm. my point is that CCDL is 43,000 members, and I think they came together and said that we're not going to support Themis, who is a rhino and anti-Second Amendment. So I think that's what happened. And Joe can say whatever campaign things he does, but I just don't think it was correct. I love him, but... Well, it's I not about Joe. It's York, about the point he made. And, and you're com- you've got a good comeback to it, because that's as many people as voted in the Republican primary, I think. Uh, well, uh, well, and I don't think every CCDL member voted. I mean, no, but it's just is, it's a comparable number. As, as so you can... Group. It's a comparable number, so you can see where it could have had some big impact. Thank you for that, Frank. 860-522-9842. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, so we're going to take phone calls, we're going to play rants, and uh, then at 540, Leora Levy will be here, the Republican nominee for United States Senate. That's a nice thing to be able to say. Dave in Farmington, hi there. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, um, yeah, I wanted to call because the gentleman um, that you just had on, he was very, very articulate, and you had to listen to what he said because... Mm -hmm. I think what's happened in Connecticut is we do have some Republican, and I am Republican, but we have some Republican 
representatives that really are rhinos. And I think people have start, have gotten to a point that they're not going to take a chance with a rhino, even though they could be a Republican. They want somebody that is truly conservative. And Leora Levy is truly conservative. And Donald Trump is truly conservative. So you know, they can say a lot about Donald Trump. But for a woman to come in who wasn't even the, 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 you know, the preferred candidate from a Republican perspective, and I voted for her because I, I do believe in her, for her to come in and win by double digits when she wasn't even expected to win at all, you have to believe that Trump's endorsement absolutely added to her ability to win this. Oh, and of course. I, I mean, there's just no doubt in my mind, and I truly believe... This, what happened with this raid, this only, in, this endorsed the base that Donald Trump has. Because I'm going to be honest with you, there is no other president that would have a base like, like Donald Trump. Well, there's no, no other anything. There's no other anything. I mean, I've never seen, this guy has, has one rally, and he's got 15, 20,000, 30,000 people at a rally. It's absolutely incredible. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that she's the right candidate. We have to get Blumenthal out of there because the best thing that could happen to us in Connecticut is we turn this state red. We, we've got so, to get this state Republican. So that's the big question about all this. Is that doable with a Leora Levy who wears her conservatism right out there for, to be seen or... Or did the argument that was being made by Themis Claritus and her expectation that she would cruise to the uh, to the primary victory and then be competitive with Blumenthal because she was not so distinguishable from Blumenthal? What are your thoughts on the idea that it isn't red and there's no turning it red? There's just maybe being able to squeak through some Republicans who are centrist. I don't. Th I don't. I don't see that. I. I do understand exactly what you're saying, that we've been, we have been a democratic state for the longest time. However, a good portion of that democratic population occurs more towards the New York side of Connecticut mm -hmm. and not towards the, you know, the northern side of Connecticut. And right. I, think she, I, I do think she has enough of a population and a, a, an appeasement of people that'll say, you know something, we got to give her a shot, because whether you're Democrat or Republican, we are in the worst shape we have ever been in from an inflation, from you know immigration, from the laws that we have. Just look at what's going on around us. We've never been in this position before. I mean, we're at 9%, 10% inflation rate. That's higher than the last 40 years. And it's caused by the Democratic administration that we have in the White House. Well, I think, I think the time is ripe. I think you are correct for people to vote on something very practical, and that is that who, the people who hold power perpetually in the state of Connecticut have made a yeah. terrible mess of the state, and everybody has to suffer a personal transactional burden because of that mess they've made. Absolutely, and I think you're going to find a lot of your independent base that said, you know something, we're going to go with Democratic, we're going to give Joe Biden a chance. Um, because we don't want to hear Donald Trump yell and scream and, and make fun of people. Well, you know something? When it hurts your pocketbook, 
you you forget whether you're Democratic or Republican. You're going to vote for the person that's going to get you to where you need to be from a financial perspective and from a self-sense perspective. Yeah, that's a really interesting point, Dave. And and it might also, you might also not mind if they talk like more in a Trumpian way because you want somebody, I mean, people are feeling pain economically and they know that it's being caused by government. The government is causing us pain because government wants to be bigger. They want to be the biggest thing in town. They want to keep taking, taking, taking. And it's unaffordable now. And everybody can see it. So that creates a certain level of anger and rage, and that wants to be expressed. Thank you for the call, sir. Mike in Plainville. Hey, Mike. I think, I don't know how you would view this, but I think most Americans are hesitant to change. They won't make changes in their personal lives, in their social lives, lifestyles. Yeah, I think for the most part that's true. People like uh, until, don't like disruption. They don't until, like confrontation. Until, until, things get, until things get really, really bad like they are now. And I say do whatever it takes to get these people out of office, especially Blumenthal. You're saying a point comes and people who don't like change suddenly bristle and demand it. It's so bad. They don't care who the, uh, the, the opponent is. Right, get just change. Up. Just change. Just change, change for change's sake. Change or die. Yeah. Well, I think that's right, Mike. Is that how you're feeling? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's politics, our government structure is just another example of a breakdown of our society. Values, drugs, education, military. Less people are signing up for the military. People are out smoking joints i went into a dunkin donuts uh, the other day and i could smell marijuana inside well that's because they wanted to have a bunch of donuts they want they had to get the munchies going mike come on thank you for the call sir i'm just kidding i, I don't do that. you know college i did it that was the last time i think all right thank you mike we're gonna play some rants lock him up lock him up lock him up lock him up Hey, Todd, American Patriot, and today's rant's about Alex Jones and the $45 million settlement he got whacked with. Let that be a reminder and a warning to Fox News at night. And in fact, this radio station spewing lies and conspiracy. Uh, you are mischaracterizing this radio station that you know you're mischaracterizing because you listen to it all day, every day. We don't do misrepresentations of truth, and we don't do conspiracy theories. My rant is about the new Odyssey app program. Uh, it is horrible. I now listen to you guys through Radio.net because it takes so long to Odyssey to connect, and it's harder to navigate. And I think I've got WTIC, and then it kicks me out, and then I have to go through it all over again. Call back. Let us know what kind of platform you're on. Are you using an Android? Or, you know, a lot of times the reason you have trouble is because of a particular device not being. So the problem could be how a particular device runs the program as opposed to a piece of software generically. It's usually idiosyncratic having to do with which device it's on. All right, Todd, this has nothing to do with politics. 
you don't want your house to get raided, then don't steal 15 boxes of super intensely classified material. And when the FBI asks for them to come to get them back, you say no. So they raid your house. If, that, if they didn't raid your house, this would be a dictator Trump banana republic. Well, except if you got down off your high horse a little bit and thought about it, you might remember the Clintons, when Bill Clinton left office, how they let everybody rob um, all kinds of China ceramic plates and and mementos and all kinds of things. I don't believe that Donald Trump is the first president to ever violate the law. I'm sure that there are other presidents who've walked off with boxes of stuff that's technically classified that they wanted to have. I know that Hillary Clinton put American security at grave risk by operating her own illegal server at home which was about as secure, according to somebody in government said at the time, I think it was the FBI, That maybe it was Comey, it was about as secure as a Gmail account. And she was running all of her email interactions, which are legally supposed to be on a Pentagon um, server, and she was running them out of her house. You know, these people are, all of them, push envelopes as a way of life. And there was another thing where Uma, remember her sidekick Uma there? They they would take, uh, they had a hotel room where they left documents sitting, and Hillary left documents, classified documents sitting around the house. Her, her maid could read them. People violate rules all the time. But nobody gets an FBI raid who's a former president. It's unheard of. So I'm not saying Trump might not have bent some rules. He likes breaking rules. But let's get serious about is there parity, is there even-handedness, is there equal treatment under the law? Hey, Todd, it's Tuesday afternoon. I'm, I'm listening to Ann got and talking about the, the stadium stuff. She's talking like it's breaking freaking news. She's telling us nothing. She's rehashing everything. Well, in that's why she was here, to rehash what had happened with the baseball team, so everybody could see kind of a retrospective looking back on it all. Starting to bleed. I can't take it. The tone of her voice is <laughs> incredible. All right, all right. Everybody gets aggravated by somebody's tone of voice. Amy's calling from Cheshire. Hi, Amy. Hey, how you doing, Todd? You want to talk about schools? I love talking about schools. Yeah, well, New Haven, uh, you know, one of the poorest performing districts in the state, is having a story that I think got overshadowed yesterday in light of the primary election that was taking place here in Connecticut. But, um, you know, I just got off the phone with Steve Orozco, who's running for Senate down there, mm -hmm. and he was telling he was telling me about this uh, this contract that the New Haven public school system had awarded a cleaning company that was locally owned, minority owned, checks all the boxes for the Democrats. It was, you know, when, when they signed on with these people, they were the greatest thing since sliced bread. Now, the Board of Ed, Democrat-run Board of Ed down there in New Haven, has voted six to one, I think the, the, the split was, in favor of awarding this bid for the contract to an out-of-state company in Danvers, Massachusetts which will effectively lay off all of these people that have been cleaning New Haven public schools and, you know, earning a paycheck, turning around and 
invigorating their community with that money. And these people have no conscience when they do this stuff. I mean, they sit there, they platform during an election year that they're bringing jobs and jobs are coming back and look at all the jobs Lamont's bragging about. Meanwhile, in New Haven, they're giving the contract for janitorial positions to people from out of state. That sounds unbelievable that they would contract yeah. with. I don't know that the out-of-state part, but the idea of bringing in a private company in order to do the work to make it cheaper so they can escape the unions that they've created that make it oppressively expensive, that seems bizarre for a, a left-wing community like New Haven to do. Right. Well, does it sound bizarre that one of the people on the review committee had to recuse himself because he had done personal business with one of the people submitting for the bid and on top of that he didn't even recuse himself at the beginning of the process he waited until the final stage well that sounds more believable yeah that sounds believable right i'm not sure if these people realize that groups like parents choice and take back connecticut and cp ram and all these grassroots groups that have vested interests children that they're bringing up and, mm-hmm. you know, these, they rely on these jobs for income, are watching so closely every little thing that happens. And Board of Ed was the biggest, you know, crazy town show last year. And so it's on everyone's radar this year. Everyone's watching Board of Ed. It's back to school time. I don't know how they thought they were going to sneak this one by, but there's rules. It's called Robert's Rules of Order. And when you have a situation where a committee is responsible for reviewing these contracts, they have a, a, a duty to do their due diligence, and if they have to recuse themselves, they're required to do that at a certain stage in the process and then effectively have an alternate that comes in in, in lieu of them and, mm-hmm. and review the process and review the bids and make sure that the, it's being fairly awarded and fairly negotiated. And this is the problem with the Democrats that have control or power over anything that has to do with money is that they don't know what they're doing. They don't even know when they don't know. They don't even know when they're supposed to recuse themselves. Or maybe well, it's also a problem when you have one party in charge for a long period Absolutely. of time, and then protocols can set in that are inappropriate, and they just become the, the law of the land, uh, kind of a right. common law thing. Amy, thanks so much for the call. Great to hear from you. 860-522-9842. We will uh, play more rants we will take more phone calls we'll talk to mark in middlefield first when we continue and then leor levy will be here in about 15 minutes and we will discuss her big victory yesterday hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show players managers GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast we're going to Middlefield now we'll talk to Mark hello Mark hello 
Thank you for your patience. Go ahead, sir. Well, uh, there's too many rants to get across here. Uh, I just wanted to state that uh, I'd like you to get on the ballot somewhere, uh, and uh, hopefully it would be the uh, presidency of the United States. Uh, oh, I'd have to like fly to every state and win primaries, and you, you might, you know. Uh, I, I believe it would do the country good. Because uh, I would say things that other people don't say, you mean? Well, uh, I believe that uh, you're on the uh, side that I'm on, which is a better America. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, want America, I want America to be itself again and therefore successful. Correct. And I, the people who made this country knew what the secret to success was. They developed the concept. They did the proof of concept, which was the founding of the country, the Constitution in the first hundred years or so. And then along came the plunderers to uh, to, to rip it all off, and the, the liars and the cheaters and the manipulators. And now those nasty people in that latter group, they're in control of things. Exactly. Here we are. But um, I do believe we, we will get it back. I think truth, justice, and the American way will will come out on top in the end. Well, uh, think about what I said. Run for the presidency or get on some <laughs> ballot somewhere. Here's my music. I want them to play this whenever I come in the room. What I do you think? Like Good sight. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. No, I like I like doing radio. I don't have to fly anywhere. I I don't have to go glad hand with huge groups of people. The only painful thing I have to do is talk to Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, but that's only every ten minutes or so, so it's not that bad. Hey, Mark. Well, you know, you just uh, you take a nip of uh, your favorite uh, adult beverage, and it, it, it just numbs the pain, and you do it very well. It's uh, very the uh, Christopher method. That's right. Just numb the pain. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, how exciting is this? We have joining us now Leora Levy, who is the Republican nominee for the United States Senate here in Connecticut. How is that for a way to be introduced? My goodness, it, it makes me, it gives me goosebumps, frankly. Thank you so much, Todd. It's, it's an amazing thing you pulled off, and uh, you, you had your plan, and you stuck to it, I think, and... and uh, it fell into place, and it it must be, it must be very strange to to be able to do something so grand, and plan it out in advance, and have an idea about what you know who you are and what you wanted to say, and that that would work, and it did work. Well, I am who I am. I'm I'm the same. I'm I'm the same person, and and that's the way I approach this race. That's the way I approach life, and. Um, you know, I, I'm very grateful to the voters that, that they gave me such a strong vote of confidence. It's a big responsibility. I have been where they've been. I've, I've 
volunteered for many candidates. I voted for many people, putting my hopes and my my expectations in that person. And, and I take it very seriously. And I, I just want everybody to know that I am going to run a very um, aggressive campaign. And this is the year to defeat Blumenthal. We will take the, the uh, majorities in the House. And, oh, dear, my dog just ate something he shouldn't have. Uh-oh. <laughs> was, it, was it a document? No, it was a peach pit. Oh. I had, oh. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> That's quite all right. We've got to get the real life in here, too. Yeah, Maybe. No, I, everybody knows I love dogs. And, yeah, anyway. Okay, so back to, to what I'm going to do for everybody else. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Washington to make their lives better. That's why I'm running. I'm very worried about our country. Our, well, they say that today that July inflation was only 8.5%. That is still an unaffordable rate. That makes life very difficult for all of us. Gas prices still at record highs. The, you know, the price of food, I, I saw misery, the Biden misery in yes. today, and everything's up around, you know, at least 20%, and something's up over 30%. You know, people have to decide, do I fill my tank? Do I, do I feed my family? Or what can I afford to feed my family? And we've got winter coming. What about the price of home heating oil? What are, you know, what is that going to do to to, uh, to Connecticut families. For so people who, Leora, people who have have uh, oil tanks to heat their homes. Yeah, I, that's what I mean, home heating. How oil. are they going to fill those things? Exactly. Exactly. So we need change. We, we need people who are going to go to Washington and vote for different policies, the policies that have been proven to work. We, we do not have a revenue problem in Washington. We have a spending problem and we have to stop the spending that's what's causing inflation that we are experiencing the 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 new bill that that was just passed i call it the mansion cinema build inflation back better bill is just going to make things worse it's 400 billion dollars of of new spending it's taxes on the middle class you know preserving the the um the exemption for hedge funds, the carried interest provision, and it's, it's going to hire 87,000 new lowest learners to torment all of us. And this is really dangerous stuff. It also has taxes on manufacturing, on, on companies that manufacture. That's exactly the wrong thing to do. So they're gonna, they're going to reduce the, the supplies and they're going to increase the dollars in circulation, which is exactly what causes inflation. You said so, before, we're talking to Leora Levy, who is the Republican nominee for United States Senate after yesterday's election. What is the moment? You said before that this is the time to beat Dick Blumenthal. Is there, do you see some sort of grand coming together forces that align to make him particularly vulnerable right now or, or make it particularly necessary? Absolutely. 
First of all, as I said, the policies of the Biden administration are failing. They are making life more difficult for everybody. And Dick Blumenthal is a rubber stamp. He's voted for every single one of them. When I go to Washington, I'm nobody's rubber stamp. I will do what is good for Connecticut families. And I misspoke. It's 700 billions of dollars of new taxes on the middle class. So I, I apologize. I misspoke about that. And it's an additional, it's a reduction of $4,800 a year in family income that's coming. That is a huge mistake. And, and Dick Blumenthal voted for it. So he's going to have to answer for it in this campaign. What are your As, thoughts about the campaign? Have you, have you figured out a particular approach, how you want to do it? Are you a person who wants to be riding around the state on a bus, shaking everybody's hand? or What do you think? Well, I'm definitely going around the state, whether it's in a bus or in my own car. That's yet <laughs> to be determined. Um, we, will, we will make those decisions as we go along, but I will be going around the state because I love it. And frankly, every time I go to a different part of the state, I feel like I, that's my summer vacation. I exhale because we can't. I we canceled all our vacation plans so I could run for Senate, and I love going to to Litchfield County. I love going up to the Quiet Corner. I mean, we have a wonderful state, and I've met amazing people. I'm going to meet to meet more people now and to hear their concerns and and talk to them about how I can help their lives get better. And is there an ask that you have of people, something you want people <laughs> to do for you? Well, yes, you know, politics is politics. I do need to raise more money. Dick Blumenthal has over $8 million in his treasury and his coffers. And, uh, you know, I ran a very spirited uh, primary and, and I need, you know, it's, I need to raise more money. So my website is leora4ct.com, L-E-O-R-A-F-O-R-C-T.com. And, I, you know, I would appreciate any contributions that people are able to make. How many times do, do people mispronounce your first name each day? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, Everybody wants to put an N in it. Isn't that they funny? They call me Lenora, Lenore, Leona. And I, when they say Leona, I say, nope, I pay my taxes. <laughs> that's you good. remember Leona Helmsley. That's, yes. That's, Without yeah. the shoe, she, she was the shoe lady, right? Uh, yeah. No, I think that was Imelda Oh, Marcos. no, that was Marcos, yeah. Marcos. What was, oh, she, she owned hotels. Yes, she, she, yes, Leona Helmsley married Harry Helmsley. Yes, And they owned yes. hotels. Correct. Okay. And other real yeah. estate in New York. Good. I'm not but sure anyway, why we're talking am, about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, my but it's a good Laura, aside. Yeah. My name oh, that's Laura a, yeah. is, is Hebrew. It's, an, it's common in Israel. It, it means my light in Hebrew. So I try to bring light to, to make the world around me a better place. That's why I do what I do. All right. Anything else you want people to know, Leora? I would like people to know that I am running because... I'm very worried about our country. My life has been an American dream, and I would like for everybody, every American, and especially our children and grandchildren, to have the opportunities to live their American dream. And I'm, I'm worried that, that with what's happening in our country, 
economically, socially, with all the woke policies that they're imposed, trying to impose on us with the invasion at our border and the, the assault on parental rights, that those opportunities are slipping away. So I am going to Washington to try to get life back into balance, make it more normal again, and, um, and really work for the families of Connecticut. Leora Levy, Leora4CT, that's the website? Yes, 4CT.com. Okay, Leora Levy, congratulations on the victory. You are the Republican nominee for United States Senate. What a gorgeous thing. That sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. All right. I I appreciate it, Todd. Thank you very much. Uh, My pleasure. All right, Leora Levy. How about that? She is the Republican nominee. And it is amazing because everybody thinks that things are going to turn out some prescribed way simply because they always have. But for things to be different, we have to imagine them being different. And then we have to put our money or our muscle or our support, whatever it is, we've got to go put the effort in to make it happen. See the world as you want it to be and then make it into that world. And that's what Leora is doing right now. And I think the reason she's contagious in a positive way, why she can go viral and make this thing happen is because she's got that fighting attitude. She's got the upbeat, positive feeling, but it's not soft. It's tough. And she knows how it's supposed to be, and she wants to go fight for it. You can feel it when you hear it, can't you? There's a steely person there. Somebody who can make things happen and somebody who has a vision and somebody who can put those two things together. Vision into action. So uh, your reactions to hearing Leora now that she's the victor, what are your thoughts? 860-522-9842. Let's go to Gary in Southington. Hello, Gary. Hey, Todd, how, how are you? I haven't called in a while, but I really enjoyed that last segment. What do you I, enjoy? Well, for one thing, I heard her, I think it was it on your show or another show, I heard her interviewed about three weeks ago. I was so impressed with her, I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling everybody about her, and then uh, somebody at work today told me she won. I almost flipped over. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't really, I could not believe it. And I was, it was so refreshing. You know, she's such an honest, down-to-earth person. That's my impression of her, you know, a real, genuine person. And um, and that would be something if she could beat Blumenthal. That would be the icing on a cake. Well, everybody can be, everybody can be beaten. It doesn't matter how big they are, how powerful they are, or... How the how they might be perceived that a moment comes where everybody is vulnerable, and a moment comes when they need to be beaten, and a moment comes when the person who can do the beating comes along, and and this may be that time. Yeah, one thing I noticed that um, the media is downplaying it, but overwhelmingly, people that Trump supports are winning across the country, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It isn't just Trump, you know, the way he's been able to help other candidates. And to see it happen, you know, whether that happened here, I think it definitely had a part of it, you know, that that, that Trump backed him. Or, oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, yeah. Because he can focus attention, 
and people who are vote for conservatives trust his judgment. So definitely, Gary. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you for listening and reacting. Bob calling from Hartford next. Hi, Bob. Hey, good to, uh, good to speak with you. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I'll make this brief. I, I heard this woman, Levy, speak about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's plain-spoken. She's concise. She's on point. And, and then I kind of forgot about it. And then I saw her two days ago, again, another commercial. I'm like, I, I've got to vote for this woman. She's like a no BS, plain-spoken, not sugar-coated. And uh, I think she's got a fire in the belly. And I think, you know what, she may be uh, underfunded, but she's not complacent. And I think she'll work like hell, and I think she'll beat this guy. That's all I had to say. Thanks a lot. Well, that's, you just said a lot. Thank you for that, Bob. That's what we're looking for is a little, you know, it's so easy to be negative and so easy to say, ah, nothing's ever going to change. But everything changes. The truth is that change is what happens. Change is mostly what happens. Everything is changing around us all the time. Look at the period of time we're living in. Look at how people talk about the times we're in. How fast the change is. How hard it is to keep up. How it's changing the nature of how everything works, of how business functions, of how government works. Change is all we've got. And it's easy to think that some things are unchangeable, but you know what? The, the man-made ones are not. They're changing all the time. The Dick Blumenthal's are losing. And this is his last run anyway. So there's no reason why it shouldn't be his last term now instead of next time. That's not hard. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.